0: strategies these leaders use to turn adversity into victory. Live an extraordinary life based on actions, not words. Now, here's your host, Marcus Aurelius Anderson.
1: In academia, there is no difference between academia and the real world. In the real world, there is. Nassim Nicholas Taleb. The word philosophy comes from the Greek phyla, which means love, and sophia, which means wisdom, and literally translates to the love of wisdom and I've used philosophy, many of which were overlapping for over 40 years, including Taoism, Stoicism, and Zen, to name a few. I consider myself to be a philosophical atheist. If a philosophy works for me and fits within my ethos, then I will absolutely use it. But it's easy to overcomplicate things when studying philosophy from a strictly academic and therefore often dogmatic standpoint filled with long-winded and unnecessarily jargonistic rhetoric. In my experience, a philosophy is only as useful as it is pragmatic. The more complicated it is, or the more complex somebody tries to make it, the more likely it is to be false. In this episode of Octanon Verber's Warrior Wisdom, I address this overarching ideal using examples from Alexander the Great, the Stoic Epictetus, and the philosophical principle called Occam's Razor to make you a better leader, entrepreneur, and warrior in any arena that you enter. I'm Marcus Aurelius Anderson, and this is another installment of Octagon Verba's Warrior Wisdom. In these shorter solo episodes, I'll highlight lessons from warriors past and present in all kinds of settings from the battlefields of Italy, Greece, Japan, and the Middle East, to more modern-day warfare, including tactics seen today in business, society, and culture. I'll also be sharing lessons learned from my own teachings and experiences. The reality is this. The world is a battlefield, and to not master these lessons leaves you grossly ill-prepared for the adversity that you will inevitably face in the future. Now on to the lesson. I'll begin with Occam's razor, and for context, I'll define what a philosophical razor is. In philosophy, a razor is a principle or rule of thumb that allows one to shave off and cut away unlikely explanations for a phenomenon or avoid needless, unnecessary action. And here's a couple of philosophical razors that you may have already heard of, even though you may not have known their actual names. Hanlon's razor says, never attribute to malice what can be adequately explained by stupidity. Hitchens razor states, that which can be asserted without evidence can be dismissed without evidence as well. So Occam's razor is a problem-solving principle that recommends searching for explanations constructed from the smallest possible set of elements. Attributed to William of Ockham, a 14th-century English philosopher and theologian, it is frequently cited as entities must not be multiplied beyond necessity. And I know that that sounds complex, so just hear me out. When I'm using this with coaching clients and companies, I paraphrase Ockham's Razor as simply: the simplest answer is usually the best one. This philosophical razor posits that when presented with competing hypotheses about same predictions, and both theories have equal explanatory power one should prefer the hypothesis that requires the fewest assumptions. In science, Occam's razor is used as an abductive heuristic in the development of theoretical models rather than as a rigorous arbiter between candidate models. Now, again, to keep this from sounding jargonistic, the fewer steps it takes to find the correct answer, the fewer mistakes that we will potentially make in the process. The example that I use in my book, The Gift of Adversity, is of two possible solutions to a physics problem. One theorem states that it takes three steps, the other one takes seven steps. If both postulations lead to the same answer, in this case, using three steps is definitely better than seven, if for no other reason, than we are less likely to make errors when we take fewer steps in the process. Again, the simplest answer is usually best. When I coach businesses and clients, the application of this advises them to simplify everything that they can in their business. From the SOPs and protocols to the type of credit card that they use for their business, the simpler, the better. Use these philosophical razors to hack away at the inessentials, as Bruce Lee would say, and use these razors with care so that you are not cut by them. The next example comes from Alexander the Great and the Gordian Knot. The cutting of the Gordian Knot is an ancient Greek legend associated with Alexander the Great and Gordium regarding a complex knot that tied an ox cart. According to legend, whoever untied the Gordian Knot was destined to rule all of Asia. This legend was referenced by William Shakespeare in Henry V. Now, after his victory in the Battle of Granicus, Alexander went to Gordian in 333 BC, and some say that he was challenged to untie the knot, while others say that it was after his victory at Granicus that he wanted to use solving the Gordian knot as a PR stunt to create more legitimacy for his conquest of Asia. And regardless of the exact motivation, Alexander was absolutely up for the challenge. An oracle had declared that any man that could unravel the elaborate knots was destined to become ruler of all of Asia. Alexander the Great wanted to untie the knot but struggled to do so. The knot was later described by Roman historian Quintus Rufus as comprising several knots all so tightly entangled that it was impossible to see how they were fastened. And that's when Alexander had a stroke of genius. He reasoned that it would make no difference how the knot was undone so long as it was undone. Legend has it that instead of untangling the knot laboriously as expected, he dramatically cut through it with a single stroke of his sword and in so doing demonstrated another form of mental genius. The event is now used as a metaphor for seemingly impossible problems which are solved by exercising an unexpectedly direct, novel, rule-bending, decisive, and simple approach that removes perceived constraints. Now, in an alternative version of the story, Alexander the Great pulls the linchpin from the pole to which the yoke was fastened, exposing both ends of the cord, which allowed him to untie the knot without having to cut through it, and some classical scholars regard this to be more plausible than the popular account. Sources from antiquity agree that Alexander the Great was confronted with the challenge of the knot, but these solutions were disputed by many of them. So, as in all things written by historians, we must take this story with a grain of salt, Yet. The legendary lesson remains to this day. Regardless of which solution was used to untie the Gordian knot, Alexander the Great did indeed go on to conquer Asia, thus fulfilling the prophecy. It was simple, direct action like those displayed by Alexander in cutting the knot that led to his conquests, earning him the eternal title of the Great. On to Epictetus. Epictetus is one of the most influential of the Greek Stoic philosophers. He was born as a slave in what is modern-day Turkey, and despite his humble beginnings, he became one of the most influential philosophers of his time. And Epictetus never actually wrote any of his books himself, but his teachings and philosophies were passed down through his students, particularly his disciple, Arian. Arian compiled his master's lectures into a book called The Discourses, which is the primary source of Epictetus' teachings. Although Epictetus believed in leading a simple and humble life, His philosophy greatly influenced many notable individuals throughout history, including Emperor Hadrian, future Stoic Emperor Marcus Aurelius, and even modern-day thinkers like Admiral James Stockdale, who credits Epictetus' teachings for helping him survive captivity during the Vietnam War during his stay in the Hanoi Hilton. His teachings resonate with people from all walks of life, regardless of their social status. Here are a few excerpts from his material. Quote, Freedom is the only worthy goal in life. It is won by disregarding things that lie beyond your control. The more we value things outside of our control, the less control we have. Happiness and freedom begin with the clear understanding of one principle. Some things are within our control, and some other things are not, end quote. So as you can see, what Epictetus was essentially saying is, if it's not under your control, then just let it go. Don't waste any more time, energy, or mental anguish worrying about the multiple things that you cannot control. Instead, focus that energy on the things that you can have impact on. And as human beings, we can only control three things. Our thoughts, our beliefs, and our actions. That's it. So when things are going sideways in your world, instead of sitting on your hands, identify what is within your control and begin to execute it with all you've got. Thus endeth the lesson. Here are after-action items for this episode. Number one, how can you use Occam's razor in your life, training, or business? If the simplest explanation is usually the best one, where are you complicating things unnecessarily in your life as a form of avoidance or procrastination? Number two, thinking back to Alexander the Great cutting the Gordian knot Where and how can you cut through unnecessary complexity in your life right now? Instead of spending energy trying to circumvent the situation, what direct path can you take to achieve your objectives more efficiently and effectively? Finally, the third lesson from Epictetus, where can you leverage this wisdom of focusing on the controllables in your life and business? If it's truly out of your control, then let it go now. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this lesson, I recommend going back through the entire Octa Nonverba catalog and checking out my other Warrior Wisdom solo episodes. While you're there, hit subscribe and tell us what you think about this episode in a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. This helps us attract more listeners and spread the Octa Nonverba message. If this lesson is valuable to you, share it on social media and with anyone that you know that would benefit from this Warrior Wisdom. To learn more about Octa Nonverba, go to marcusarelesanderson.com and subscribe to the Octa Nonverba's Inner Circle for more exclusive content and updates about my upcoming book release, Octa Nonverba, our line of soon-to-be-released apparel, live events, and more. Until next time, live a life of actions and not words. Live a life of Octa Nonverba.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Octa Nonverba.